0: Welcome back or welcome to the Single Track Podcast. I'm your host Finn Melanson, and this is a 2022 Javelina Hundred pre-race interview with Matt Daniels, a professional trail runner for Nike, based in Boulder, Colorado. Before we dive in, if you are a fan of Single Track, please consider supporting the show with a rating and review in your podcast player a donation on patreon or the use of our sponsor discount codes all of which you can find in the show notes of this episode thank you so much and with that let's get started all right matt daniels it's great to have you back on the single track podcast
1: thanks Finn. it's uh good to be back
0: <laughs> so a couple things i want to talk about before we get to javelina first uh this just came on my radar yesterday like i think you dropped an instagram poster story and it was a photo of I think you, Adam, Mary, Seth, Ruling, Drew Holman. You were throwing around words like team and running together and training together. What's this new thing happening in Boulder?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I guess it's not you know it's not super new. Um, we uh, all all four of us share the same coach, David Roach, and uh, we've been friends for for quite a while. And um, I moved back up to Boulder here last April and since being back, we've all been getting in a lot of, a lot of training together, doing a few, uh, easy runs, a few workouts, this and that together. And we just kind of decided, Hey, this is our little, our little team. It's kind of, I guess, uh, cooking, you Cowboys style. Um, I, you know, you can take it for what it is, but, uh, yeah, we, you know, we're going to maybe throw around some, a little bit of content and, uh, you know, basically it's just, uh, four of us just out there shredding trails, having a good time together and trying to better ourselves and, uh, hopefully, you know, we can create a little bit of, um, you know, something to entertain people with and, uh, something to get people to root for root root against, I guess. And, uh, yeah, we're just having fun with
0: it. (laughs) I absolutely love that. I mean, the discussion of trail running teams is, is no stranger to this podcast, but, uh, is you mentioned Coconino Cowboys, is there going to be any, uh, rallying around Western States next year and trying to get everybody in? Like, I know Drew's already in and, you know, we'll talk about Javelina for you in a second, but like with Adam and Seth, Anyone else involved, is, uh, is Western a goal next year?
1: Yeah, you know, I don't know. We talk a lot about this on on runs. Um, we all kind of have different goals. Uh, that's the cool thing about trail and ultra running, though, is you can do a lot of things together still in a lot of the same training. But, uh, yeah, we kind of all have different plans for this next year. I know Adam's going to be trying to get into states. Um, Seth, I think he's coming back from an injury. Um, I think he's pretty focused on getting into the, the UTMB series along with Drew. Um, I don't want to speak for Drew yet. He still hasn't made up his mind uh, whether right. he's going to be going back or not. But uh, yeah, we're right now we're just kind of enjoying the the fall and uh, getting ready for the winter months and going to hunker down and get in some good speed training this winter and see where things take us.
0: It's super cool. Are you? Uh, is anybody else potentially being recruited to this uh, this group right now?
1: Ooh, possibly so. Um, you know, Hayden Hawks has talked about moving out to Boulder. Uh, I think uh, he's going to be going out to Australia and New Zealand, um, this winter. And then he said, he's going to get in his car and head straight to Boulder with his family. So we'll see if, if that comes to fruition too. And, um, that's the, you know, that's the cool thing about Boulder is There's so many people out here. Um, you know, any given day we can all just get together for a run and the group goes from four guys to, you know, you can have five or six guys or seven guys. And, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a cool, cool thing. And don't like to exclude people or anything like that. Um, but yeah uh, yeah, it's, we'll see what, what comes of it.
0: <laughs> super cool. Well, one more thing I want to touch on before we get to Javelina last time we spoke, it was just before a CCC, you and Adam were out there doing some super inspirational on course prep for it. My understanding is you took a, a bad fall during the race and it took you out. Can you talk about what happened there?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so the fall actually was the second mishap of the race, um, which was a real bummer. So I got, um, started CCC was moving up really well. Race was going kind of beyond expectations, just running awesome, feeling incredible, more like myself again for the first time in a long time. Uh, and then somewhere after Sean Locke, I think, uh, maybe around 34, 35 miles. Um, I was just following behind another runner, uh, a French runner, his name's escaping me right now, but, um, we totally missed the turn and went off course and, uh, went back and looked at my Strava after the race and everything. And, we were off course for almost a little over a mile and a half total. Um, but anyways, I got back on course and I immediately got on my phone to look at the tracker to see how many positions we lost and everything. I think I went from like eighth to maybe like 28th or 18th place, which just wow. blew my mind in a matter of, you know, 15 minutes how, how many positions we would lost. And it kind of took the wind out of my sails. And um, yeah, I spent the next few miles kind of struggling to get back into things mentally. Um, it was pretty just like demoralized after that uh and then kind of got it together i actually saw hayden he was starting to struggle a little bit and coming back to me and we ran a few miles together and uh coming down into treant on um, the steep technical section of the trail I, you know i wasn't going very fast or anything and i couldn't even tell you how it happened but i just uh slipped on a root or a rock um and just absolutely beefed it and uh, nailed the side of my face on on a rock and thought i had oh. broke my jaw at the time and was just covered in blood and didn't know if I had a concussion or what. So they checked me out at Treant and the med- medical doctor suggested I stop. And at that point, you know, everything had gone wrong. So I made the decision to, to pull it. And uh, it wasn't two hours later. I was already thinking like, okay, I'm going to line up at Javelina. So, um, hmm. you know, it was a real bummer, but it was also one of those things where there's a silver lining and I was, I was super pumped with how I was feeling up to that point. I um, hadn't felt that good racing in a really long time. So, um away some good things from it.
0: I mean, it's crazy. It was only two months ago. You look good. And just based on Strava, your training has been super inspirational. Like we'll get to it in a second, but like you had this monster long run on, on mags, which for anyone that's read running with the Buffaloes or just knows Boulder, that's a super, just a gutsy place to run. And then you had that bear chase 50K course record. Like are, are things kind of coming together again? Are you feeling pretty good right now?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, gosh, I, you know, I don't. I want. I want to wait until I uh, have some more results under my belt. But I, I'm. I'm kind of feeling uh, a lot like I did at the uh, end of 2018, going into 2019. Fitness when, um, you know, I was running probably my best in, in ultra races, and uh, that's exciting to me. Yeah, um, a lot of similarities in training, doing a lot of work up at mags, a lot of uh, my harder runs up at higher altitude, and then coming down for my recovery days and and things like that. But uh, yeah, I'm. I'm feeling really good actually. It's uh. It's uh nice. It, it's been a few years. So uh, it's good to kind of know that that's still there.
0: Talk about your interests in running in the desert for a second, because I look back at your If You had that course record that I think still stands today at Black Canyon. Like you, you've been in Arizona before. You've, you've taken care of business down there. Is Javelina a place that inspires you and that you feel suits your skill set pretty well?
1: Oh, thanks, man. Um Yeah, I think uh, it does. I I I love... Well, I love all sorts of courses, but I I really take a liking to more runnable um, type terrain, and and I do enjoy the heat. I grew up in Texas, and so that's something that doesn't really bother me um, too much. <laughs> I think it, you know it affects everybody to a certain point, but um, I do love running in the desert. Arizona's special, like you said. Uh, had a had a good one at Black Canyon in twenty nineteen. Um, it was on a little bit of an altered course, but it was still a hundred k and um, ran well there. And uh, I think yeah, I I just. Uh, I'm stoked i want to take that energy into javelina and um same with a lot of the same you know a lot of the work i've i've done this year has been very similar to training going into black canyon 2019 and so um you know i know 100 mile distance is it's different than 100k but uh, i can still i think channel some of that energy into into javelina and hopefully hopefully come out with a you know golden ticket or have a good day
0: i want to talk about the golden ticket in just a second but i'm curious given that you expect to be racing at the front of the pack what how fast do you think you're going to need to run this race to be in contention for podium or a ticket in your opinion?
1: I think, um, it's, it's tough to say. I, I think just with the type of guys that are in the race, you got a lot of savvy runners. I mean, guys with a lot of hundred mile experience, like, you know, yeah. Pat Reagan, Dakota Jones, Nick Curry. I mean, got, the list goes on, right? I could yeah. be here all day talking about it, but, uh, I, I still think it's going to be fast. Um, you know, Arlen Glicks ran really well there last year. He's back. Um, I, think it may take uh, at least one of the two golden tickets may take a sub 13 hour finish at least i hope it does i think that would be a lot of fun for us to just go put on a show that way but um yeah i I think sub 13 is going to take is going to be what it takes to win um with that being said you're in like a territory where people running that fast there's gonna be a lot of blow-ups and i could be one of them but uh you know those are the risks you take for a golden ticket and i'm like really excited to get out there and just see what we can do and Um, hopefully we can all kind of feed off of each other. And, um, I'm excited to race guys that, you know, have a lot of the experience and like, we're not all just going out there, you know, I don't know, (laughs) throwing seeds into the wind. It's going to be, you know, it'll be, it'll be fun.
0: (laughs) Well, you mentioned that's super exciting, by the way, I think a, a sub 13 hour, uh, finish from the podium would be amazing. And I think it's, I think it's well within your wheelhouse. Um, you mentioned golden ticket earlier, so I'm assuming you do want another crack at Western. What are your thoughts about that race? Because you've had both like the highest of highs and the lowest of lows there. Do you feel like there's unfinished business? Like, do you feel like you have more to give? Um, Talk about that.
1: Yeah, definitely. I I love Western States. I mean, the whole community around it, um, everything to do with the race, I I absolutely love. And so ever since I went to the training camp before the 2019 race, I I told myself I was going to try and get out there every year from then on and, and be part of that race. And um, this year is no different. I want to be out there and I want to be on the, on the start line, but I do sort of feel like I have some unfinished business in 2019. I was kind of a rookie and it was my first hundred miler. So, um, it ended up being good, but it was still like, you know, I I felt like I had a lot to, a lot to give still. I ran, uh, very conservative over the first half of that race. And, um, and then, yeah, like you said, in, uh, 2021, it was about the worst race I've ever had in my life. I went in with a staff infection and, did yeah. know it and was just, you know, battling a lot of things and I don't even know how I made it to Michigan bluff, but somehow did before I dropped. And, uh, that left a really sour taste in my mouth. I hated, you know, dropping out of a race like that. And, um, yeah, I want to go, go out there and do what I know I'm capable of, but again, just enjoy being out, you know, in that community and being part of Western States weekend. And that's what I think excites me the most right now.
0: Hell yeah. Well, last question for you. I see you're in, you're, you're repping the Nike gear right now. What, uh, what shoes are you wearing on race day?
1: Uh, I'll be in the, uh, ultra fly. So she comes out in April. Uh, it's their fast year. I think Tyler Green and Drew Holman both wore it at States. Um, but yeah, take a, take a look at it. Um, out there it'll be, it'll be out in April.
0: Well, Matt, always a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Looking forward to following your race about a week from today. We'll make sure to link to all of your social media in the show notes. Anything else? Uh, any parting thoughts before we go?
1: Oh uh, gosh, no, I, I really appreciate you having me back on Finn And, uh, yeah, looking forward to fun race at a
0: javelina thanks for listening before we sign off if you are a fan of the show please consider supporting us with a rating and review in your podcast player a donation on patreon or the use of our sponsored discount codes in the show notes thanks again we really appreciate your support really appreciate you listening until next time i'm your host finn melanson and you have been listening to the single track podcast